Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. I got no time. You know why? We got to talk about a few things today. I am... I had a life-changing experience in the tribe the other night. Life-changing. You're not in the tribe, Daniel, so let me enlighten you. First of all, I had I'm a in lo- the tribe. Where you never show up. You're like, like we have like tribal meetings and your roll call, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, I'm off the island Daniel. Somewhere. Bueller, Bueller. Daniel. <laughs> Bueller. Uh, anyways, uh, train of thought. So I'm stuck in the airport the other day. And I have really been, I've neglected the tribe of late, which is just not good, and I need to get better about that. Uh, there was a, a period there that I think almost daily I was just in there, just, you know, video up and all kinds of nonsense. And it was a lot of fun, and the interaction is amazing. And there's some standouts in there, like, you know, Frank, who we've got a uh, email uh, video, video we're going to be pr- putting up that I did with him months ago, but I, I wanted to save it. Uh, for a while. But anyways, so I did a little touch mm-hmm. in, you know, like, hey, haven't talked to anybody for a while. What's going on? What are your goals? Whatever. Okay. Some, and then, and then of course I have to have somebody's like heart thumbs up. And then I call them out. I'm like, I see you. <laughs> like you liked it. Like, where are you at? Okay. So a young man mm-hmm. in his, do you know this story? He's like, kind of stalking the tribe. Uh, I don't log into Facebook. So no. no. Okay. Sorry. So a young man, part of the tribe, said basically, hey, I'm great, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he said I'm great. I'm whatever, but he recently, unexpectedly, lost his wife. Mm. It was it was uh, very humbling. I My heart broke, as did everybody else that was in there, I'm sure, observing this conversation. Yeah. I bring this up because... Several podcasts ago, do you remember the gentleman who came up with the question and then I said, hey, he emailed in and said, don't send me a gift card. Use that money for something else, a charity or a nonprofit or your church or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then do you remember when I said, Logan, are you in for money? And Daniel, you're in for money. And so we're all in for money. Anyways, this young man has mounting medical bills. He's on the trajectory. He had mm-hmm. made his wife a promise. He was going to save up $100,000, da-da-da-da-da, yada-yada. He's up to 17000 I think. I mean, anyways, we're going we're gonna to gift cool. that to him. But it, the tribe is just this unbelievable community now of upwards of 2,000 people mm-hmm. that, that get together and share, you know, what's going on, what are they working on, goals, et cetera, and it's awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Nice. Yeah. So how you been? That's my story. Great. I mean, I can't top that. Okay. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> New York City Marathon coming up this coming weekend. Actually, next weekend. Nice. Uh, this show will probably have aired after or will be airing after the marathon. It will certainly. Yeah. So I think I did Two awesome. Two weeks or a week or something. I think I did this. amazing. Ah. 
It was, it was awesome. You were on fire. I was on fire. I posted also in the tribe a photo that uh, a guy took as I was crossing the finish line in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And I had the last mile, I mean, I just booked it to try to get under a certain time. Yeah. And my mouth is open. I'm <laughs> yelling in pain. I can. I know it. I remember it. And this guy took a photo. It's awesome. Nice. It's awesome. It's probably going to be the only photo I've ever bought of a race that I've been in. Anyways, all right, let's move on. There's some bro talk for you. Four minutes in. I've missed you all. Uh, thanks so much for Logan for standing in uh, as he has done an exceptional job. Let's go right to the call that we got because we got a good one. Voice memo. Voice memo. Uh, the name escapes me right now. Christy. So let's go to Christy. What do you got? DIY. Hi, DIY money guys. This is Christy in Missouri. I really enjoy the podcast, and even as a CPA, I'm always gathering tidbits of really beneficial information. My question is about how to handle blending families and finances with a second marriage. My fiancé and I are both well-established financially and plan to combine our income once we get married and live financially as a couple rather than two separate people. My question is about handling our prior investments in relation to future inheritance for our kids who are currently in their 20s. My fiancé has a multi-generational family trust that's already been established for his kids, which will not be amended to add my kids considering it was established by his parents. I'm wondering about earmarking certain assets to be assigned to my kids when I pass away, particularly my anticipated purchase of my family's farm as well as my previously established retirement accounts. What are your thoughts in this area? Okay, this is a great question. I remember uh, why I I brought this to the forefront. And I want to say, first of all, Christy, uh, love that you still try to seek out tidbits. And obviously, you're a professional. You, you know what you're doing uh, in the financial world. So I'm honored that you listen to the show and that you seek wisdom from us. So that's humbling. And we thank you for, for tuning in. I think this is all about communication. I think this is all about you and your husband talking about what you desire to have happen with the children. Now, a couple of scenarios. It might be that the trust you're talking about that goes on to your husband's children may dwarf I'm just throwing this out there, may dwarf the amount of funds that ultimately go to your children. And maybe there's a part of you that says, well, how do we make that equal? Maybe you can't. I mean, maybe that's just not possible, and that's okay. Um, I think you just kind of have to accept that. If that's not the case, or you don't know how much that's going to be. Now, most people don't know, and they always kind of skirt around this a little bit. They're nervous to ask, like it's going to upset the trust. I've never written a, I've never read a trust document that says, if anyone asks about this trust, they're out of the trust. Like, it's not going to happen. So your husband or some other living trustee, probably not the minor children, can, can ask and inquire about the value, and maybe it's one of these trusts, it could be a charitable remainder trust where the income is kicked off to 501c, threes and then the uh, the principal balance is going to the kids. So you could kind of guesstimate a little bit 
of of what that's going to be. Um, but if you don't know the balance, I mean, that's the first thing I would do is, is to inquire. When you understand the balance, I think you have to have this communication to say, um, okay, we're trying to get this as, quote-unquote, equal as possible, and just direct then other assets, either his and yours or both, if that's your desire. But you can really do it however you want. There's a couple of things I would caution, though, and, and this is something that I see a lot. I see uh, assets divvied up in equal shares to kids that are vastly different in ages, and if you happen to pass prior to them becoming adults, that may be inherently significantly unfair. For example, let's say you have one child that's five, another child that's 15, and you say, we're going to leave each of these children $100,000. I'm just throwing out round numbers. And so the 15-year-old uh, gets 100000 And let's say by the time they're 18, they need to use this 100000 that's become $120,000 for school. And it's gone. Okay? It's gone. It's taken care of. Whatever. The 5-year-old gets the money at the age of 8 and has now 10 years to invest this, and it compounds prior to going to college. It can be vastly different in the amount that then is available for that young person at the age of 18. So one thing I like to recommend when I'm working with a client and an attorney who designs estate documents is to make sure not only that we're looking at things in an equitable fashion, but we're looking at things in a time value of money fashion as well. What say you, Daniel? Yeah, I really like it. I think a lot of this comes down to having the values conversation uh, within your own family and figuring out what it is you want to do. Obviously, you don't have any authority or editorial rights over the trust, uh, but you can still look at, you know, as you guys bring things together, as you pool your assets as one couple, one family, you know, what do you want to do with the things that you do have control over? And just really having honest conversations about that. Uh, And then... You know, dividing those up equally. Now, obviously, you're keeping maybe the trust in mind, uh, regardless of that size, but you're able to direct the rest of the stuff. And that might mean um, that your kids get the rest of the other stuff. Uh, maybe that doesn't balance out the trust, as you said, uh, but you can direct everything else from there. And so uh, I think it comes down to what is it that you really want and desire. And and those are, you know, can be hard conversations, uh, but important conversations to have, especially at, at this stage, along with all of the other conversations you're having around getting married and combining assets and but all that literally stuff. everything anything can be done yeah in regards to percentages dollar amounts etc i often have people they say well how, how do you handle that when you get money to kids and i say how do you want to handle it like i mean many attorneys will have boilerplate ideas mm-hmm. so they might say okay we're going to do a situation where they can get the income out until they're 30, then they get a principal distribution at 30 and a principal distribution at 40 or a principal distribution at 50 or whatever it may be. There's a variety of things that can happen there, but uh, it, it can completely be up to you, uh, the individual who's going to be funding this. I will say the last thing is, regardless of, of an age of, of an individual who's going to be receiving monies, I think it's a critical important to start talking about the fact that they are going to be receiving money. I know that when I when we work with larger dollar clients who have children that are going to inherit money, I like to get in front of those children as quickly as possible 
And I, it's often better when an outside person looks these young people in the face and say, this is going to be a big responsibility for you. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, what are you going to do with all the cash? You know, oh, sweet. No, it's going to be like, you, you have a big responsibility. You need to start learning about money. You need to start understanding this. And the, and the reason is, is that young people know that they, they're not dumb to the fact that you can blow through money. Like, if you're, if you're not aware at a very young age that, you know, people that win the lottery often just blow it and they become broke in a very short period of time, and you kind of been living under a rock. So if you can start to educate them as quickly as possible regarding the investment world, regarding the markets, etc., the tragedy, and I've seen this too, somebody inherits something that they didn't know that they were going to get, they have no idea about the markets. They have no idea about investments. And this account could have been invested for 20 years, and they're like, oh, I don't want any volatility. Like, I don't want to lose any of Grandpa's money, and Grandpa's dead. Wait a second. You know, mm-hmm. he invested this. He's been investing this. Well, no, I, I don't. Well, then that's just an individual who's just not been educated over time. Christy, I don't know if we helped you. <laughs> I really don't. But I, I maybe you picked up an ounce or nook and cranny of wisdom there. Maybe not. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, define your values, define your expectations, and and have honest discussions about those uh, within your marriage. I think is is the the biggest thing. Start there, and then put a plan in place that that really executes those wishes and values. What to thank the boys for that wonderful performance? These boys is going to be my brain trust. Excellent. All right, great question, Christy. Thanks so much. Be sure to check us out on all the social outlets. DIY Money Podcast. Uh, is the social handles, mm-hmm. are they socially acceptable? Are they we, are now. Are we being socially conscious? If people accept it, it is socially acceptable. And I've heard that we have swag coming out. I, I guess I was a little preemptive in my announcement two or three weeks ago. The apparel department was a little lacking. But we have swag that's coming out any day now. Look okay. for that on the website, DIYMoney.org. Not DIYMoneyPodcast.org. Yes, DIYMoney.org. <laughs> because all of our socials are at DIY Money Podcast. We might need to change that, shouldn't we? <laughs> Probably DIYMoneyPodcast.com or something. We should just... Anyways, whatever. That'd be logical, wouldn't it? All right, let's wrap it up. Remember, friends, the secret to success is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 